Hey guys, we are back. We are working through some technical things, but you know what? The Lord is good. His mercy, mercy endures forever. Endureth forever. I liked that. That was that was a cool accent. Thank you. You're welcome. We have an awesome episode in store for you today. Here's what's coming up right now on the broadcast. We we love you. We're sorry that there's no family chat time, but man, do we have an awesome episode in store for you because first we're talking about what's good with what's Abby. Good. What's good? And then after that, we are going to have a new installment of The Price is Whoa Right. We're right. Whoa, 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 right. And we're going to have to, Abby and I are going to have to guess at the random things that Buddy has assembled together for us today. I'm Will very, we do well? Very pleased with what I found on the internet. I'm, I'm nervous. After the price is right, I'm probably going to need to pray. And you too. <laughs> so we're going to hop into a time of prayer. The Lord is moving in our prayers here at this church, here in this ministry. And we're excited to be a part of that with you. After prayer, we are going to play a minute to win it game. You're going to have to stick around for that. It's going to be a good one. And then we have another installment of the man who would be king. It's going to be a good one. But right now... It's time. Right now. Right now. It's time for What's Good with Abby. Just kidding. I mean, we will be, but we're, we're just, Buddy and I are self-dubbing it right now. So I want to know, while we get stuck and situated, I thought about this question this morning in prayer. I was thinking holy thoughts too, but at okay. one point I was thinking, what would you grab if you had to evacuate your apartment? And Serena's fine. Like, what are your three possessions you would grab if you needed to evacuate quickly? You can only grab three. Phone, wallet, keys. Phone, wallet, keys. You don't just have those automatically on your person? Uh, wait, so those don't count? Like, are those already a given? In my head, when I think of this question, I think of I already have them in my pocket. So oh. what other things can I, can I have? Uh, my person? Yes. Right. Like, like, I can't, th I, I'm not super sentimental about really anything. Oh. Serena and I, we have a little, <laughs> I, well, I have a box on my dresser that has, like, all the cards that Serena has, like, written for me, so I, oh, I'd probably grab that. Absolutely. That's that the only was, thing I can think of. That was on mine, too, is the list of things that George has, I have a George box. Yeah, so I'd I have grab my George, box. my George box. Okay, it's time. Are we good for what's good? Yes? Okay, it's time for What's Good with Abby. Abby, Abby, Abby. We need to just record these jingles and use those instead of music. <laughs> I love the
the church whose shoulder had been really hurting them, and they didn't tell anyone. And the Lord gave a word to pastor and said that someone's shoulder is hurting. So he called out anyone whose shoulder was hurting. And the guy came up and he said, like on a scale of one or like zero to ten, zero, I have no pain, ten, excruciating pain. He said it was about a six. So then they prayed and it went down to a zero within a matter of minutes. It was amazing. He was able to stretch and it was just absolutely wonderful. Um, you can hear? Yay! I see that Holly can hear, she says. Awesome. So it was wonderful to watch. It, it was just great. He was able to stretch and you could see his shoulder and he was moving and he was when my dad, when pastor asked, hmm, start over. Hi, guys. Back at you. We're starting over. <laughs> Welcome to What's Good. Once again, I'm Abby Wright, and this is What's Good for today. <laughs> starting back over. Our first thing that we talked about was in Portland, Oregon, there were thousands and thousands of people who came together this past week just to worship the Lord. That is amazing. In times like this, these final moments of the final day, things have been crazy, and we have thousands of people coming to worship the Lord. It was amazing. It was beautiful. You can look up videos on YouTube. It was amazing to watch. And after all of that, we had... they got baptized. It was amazing. There were videos, again, that I watched, and you just saw person after person rushing into the water to get baptized. Their love for the Lord was ignited. You saw kids, like everyone of all ages. It was beautiful. It, like, it brought tears to my eyes. It was great. Next, we had a shoulder in the church miraculously healed. A word was given to pastor that someone in the church, during the service, their shoulder was really hurting, and they hadn't told anyone. So he said, if, if it's you, come up. And so the guy came up, and his shoulder had been really hurting him. And pastor asked, on a scale of 0 to 10, you know, 0 is it doesn't hurt at all. 10 is excruciating pain. Where, is, where has your pain been? And he said it was a 10, oh, or sorry, he said it was a 6. And so they prayed, and within a matter of minutes, it was down to a zero. Pastor was asking him, like, move it around, see if there's any pain. I mean, he, he moved, he was stretching and everything. He said, it is a zero. It was amazing to watch. He was so excited. It was, it was a miracle is all I can say. God is good. Next, we had a man in the church who has been out of his work since April, and he was told he wasn't going to be able to go back to work until the first of the year. So he was just believing, he and his wife were just believing on the Lord that he would take care of them. And he was able to go back to work this week. That is a miracle because that's, that's a lot earlier than he was expected to. They were praising the Lord. The Lord has taken care of them every step of the way. He is faithful. That same family had a son who is in college and in order to get his major, he needed one or two specific classes to take, and then he could get his major. And he was on a waiting list for those classes. 
and they were just, the parents were speaking to him saying, your words are powerful and you will get these classes. You will get these classes. And they were just claiming that over, even though he was on the waiting list. And it's, it's pretty close to school starting back. Most schools have started back by now. Just this week, he got into every class that he needed to get into his major. His, your words are powerful. The word says time and time again, words are powerful. Next, we have on kind of a completely separate note, just a, just a good note that I thought was pretty awesome. Germany has created a new car that is covered with solar panels. So as you drive, it charges. And I feel like this is one of my childhood dreams, like just the simplicity of like my mind trying to solve problems. Like why need gas when you have solar power panels? They've done it. And I am, I'm very excited. I feel like my dreams have come true and I would like one of those, please. Germany, if you're watching, send one my way. Thank you. <laughs> so this has been What's Good. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have good news, testimonies, you hear, see anything, you find a funny puppy video, send it to us because maybe you'll be on the next segment of What's Good. We want to hear from you guys. We love you, and we will see you next time. Now on to our next segment. What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? Buddy loves when I make jingles. You do it you tell every single broadcast that I host. <laughs> you throw a jingle into it. It's it's I'm excited it's, about it's, them. It's like it's like I'm not good enough. That's not what it is. No. But welcome to the price is we're right. We're right. Again, the price is we're right. We're we need right. we need to emphasize that so that we don't fall into copyright issues. I think the price changed to the price is no wiki last time. Oh yeah, I forgot. Ooh. The price is welcome to the price is no wiki because last time Kevin Nowicki beat Pastor Brian, which I actually honestly thought was impossible. But we do <laughs> have a, a, a right legacy in That's this true. place. So Abby might have a good chance. I've uh, been adopted in. So the impartation passes to me as well. Okay. I'm just claiming it by faith. <laughs> sure. It's mine. Amen. Well, here's how this game's going to go. And we want you guys to participate in the comments. Wow. <laughs> this is getting violent. I'm going to confiscate this. You'll get it after class. So here's how this game works. All right. We're going to put, see, see th honestly, this is, I I'm realizing now this is my favorite segment because I'm just constantly amazed with the things that I can find on the internet. What we're going to do is we're going to put a, an item on the screen and, and uh, we're going to have one of you guys guess what, how much you think that item costs. And then the other person is going to have to guess higher or lower. That's okay. basically how the game goes. The first one to, well, whoever has the highest score at the end of this wins. Bring it. All right. So you'll get a point if you, if the second person incorrectly guesses higher or lower. That's okay. essentially how it if goes. If we guess lower, can we lower our chairs with each wrong answer? Like, <laughs> why not? Why not? That's, that's how you guess. That's such a rant. But guys, I want you to participate in the comments too. I want you to start, I want you to be guessing how much you think these items cost. Yes. And whether or not you think it's higher or lower than the guess. All right. Real quick, rock, paper, scissors for who goes first. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
All right. All right, do you want Not to guess the higher or lower first, or do you want to guess the price first? What? Do you want to guess the price first? <laughs> or do like, you want to guess like higher or lower? Um, I want to guess higher or lower. That's wisdom, because that Amen. gives you a 50-50% chance of being right. Amen. That's pretty much how it is. That's why we call this The Price is Right. We're right. All right, well, let's start with our very first item for The Price is Right. What do we have? Show it on the screen. We have... <laughs> Attachable arms for your chicken. That's awesome. Attachable arms for your chicken. Do it's you shove the two, wings in there? No, no, no. It's two, two little arms that have a wire that goes around its neck. And it just kind of hangs like a necklace. Oh. Attachable arms for your chicken. Okay. All, right, uh, all right, put in the comments okay. how much you think this is worth. But Abby, your guess is first. How much do you think these attachable arms cost? Okay. Um... I'm just really happy right now. <laughs> that that exists? I want a chicken just so that I can get attachable arms for the chicken. I'm telling now. you, this is why I'm so I'm so pleased with this segment. Oh my goodness. Like all I the can't... unnecessary purchases that are gonna be made after this product. So it can't be that much. So is it made with real arms? No. Like, are they pre-shrunk? They're shrunk. No, arms. that's just messed <laughs> up. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Alright, what's your guess? My guess. Is five dollars. Five dollars. Higher. Oh, okay. There was wow. everyone put in the comments whether you think it's more than five dollars or less than five dollars. Uh, Joni says I have not found that at the ninety-nine cent store. <laughs> That's because those stores pretty much don't exist anymore. All right, right? You got Dollar Tree. That's about it. There's yeah. There's five in the yeah. Anyway, all right. Is it higher or lower than $5? How much are the attachable oh, chicken higher. arms? I guess higher. More than $5, definitely. Definitely. What is Guys. the price? Here is we go. the price right? $14.99. That is higher, which means Barrett gets the first point. Well done, whoop, Barrett. $14 for baby arms. $14.99. Plus tax <laughs> and <boys>. shipping. <laughs> But I, no I guarantee you, like if anyone watching this broadcast right now owns a chicken, <laughs> there's going to be a purchase being made. I'm just really nervous about the next time I go to Mark and Amy's life group and they have arms on all their chickens. <laughs> the chickens I don't are just like running chickens. Around. So if I go to their house and a chicken with arms like starts running at me, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm done. <laughs> all right. Well, now <laughs> we are moving on to our next. Barrett, you're going to be guessing the price of this next item. Kay. What is Ready? our next item for the price is right? Ooh, we right. have a... A Death Star <gasps> fire pit. George, happy birthday. <laughs> it's a Death Star fire pit. I'll give you some, some, some uh, information about it. It is okay. 30 inches okay. stainless steel. How big is 30 inches? Come on, I need that in feet. I don't know, 30 inches. <laughs> <laughs> is it just one that you put over a fire pit, or is it like it's the a fire, fire pit, pit itself? It's the fire pit. $300. Yeah, put in the comments how much you think it is. We're starting to see some. You think it's three hundred dollars? Three hundred dollars. All right. I think you, it's higher. You think it's higher? I think it's higher, buddy. You think it's higher? Wow, that's a very specific guess, Kevin Nowicki. One thousand one hundred forty-five. <laughs> that's what he guessed. All right. How much is the Death Star Fire Pit? Three thousand dollars. You you had ten percent of it. Just kidding, George. It's not your birthday present. <laughs> but I love you. Three thousand dollars. <laughs> 
Joni that, gets three dollars. That's a good looking fire pit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's got to be like custom made or something. There is no yeah. way. It's only be. only George Lucas owns that fire pit. Like nobody else owns that. That's just oh, George Lucas. Yes. Contrary. There's some people that <laughs> There's would, people. There are people. Every Comic Con. It's yes. the same people who are willing to spend fifteen dollars on chicken arms. That it's that's probably true. But they've had to sew their way to get there. Like yeah. they just. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we have one point for Barrett, one point for Abby. I don't know why I shared it this way, but <laughs> one point for Barrett, one point for Abby. Who do you think is going to win? Put it in the comments. Right now it's tied. It's a good game. All right. Swapping it up. What is our third item for the price is right? We have a Donald Trump scented candle. <gasps> what is this? <laughs> I bet it smells like rich and power. And fame. Rich and power and fame. I don't know what that smells like. I want to know what power and fame smells like. The presidential office. I really like the hair swoop that's on the top of it. All right. All right. Who's guessing? Abby, you're guessing. How much do you think the Donald Trump scented candle is? Put it in the comments what you think it is worth as well. I'm going to say 20 bucks. 20 bucks. That's yes. your final answer? That is my final Where are we answer. buying this from? Amazon? Barnes Etsy. and Noble. Etsy. Etsy. Oh, oh man. That changes, changes everything. <laughs> Had I asked that before, it could have been a different, different ball game. Okay, Etsy, I'm going to say 25. More. Higher. More. 25 higher? That's not how this like, game <laughs> Higher than 20. I thought I had to guess the amount. Higher than $20? Higher than 20. All right, put in the comments, do you think it's higher or lower than $20? I need Wait, how right. big is the candle? Oh, I looked at the size. It said, it said, uh, candle size, huge. <laughs> That's literally what it said on the side of it. Yeah, I'm so. still with higher. I feel like I was not given all the information, and I call a redraw if I'm wrong. But if I'm right, then uh, there's no good. such thing. All right. Well, how much is the Trump scented candle? It is. $22. I'm not going to lie. That was very close. That's probably the closest we've been in all of... <laughs> Kevin said, made in China. That's probably the closest guest we've had so far in The Price is Right. What a great game. All right. Well, well, it's two to one. No, two to one. Two to one. Wow. Man. This is, getting, this is getting close. close. This has been close this whole time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> Item number four. Item number quattro for The Price is Right. We have wow. a Nicolas Cage rainbow pillow. It's too much money. However <laughs> much money this is, it I'm is gonna too be honest. much money. I feel like this entire episode was uh. like made for, for Abby. Ew. <laughs> for me? Yeah. Ew. Weren't you the one that put Nicolas Cage That's pictures true. all over your house? But <laughs> to instigate me. <laughs> I, I pranked, well, I pranked Barrett. This, I can't take long. I can't take a lot of the segment. But I pranked Barrett and printed out a bunch of Nicolas Cage and put it all over the office. Because mm -hmm. he's the worst. <laughs> Johnny said, why would you want this? But I accidentally uh, sent all the pictures to my home printer Kevin's, also. <laughs> Kevin said 50 cents. All right. How much do you all think, right. wait, no. How much do you yeah. think the, the Nicolas Cage rainbow pillow is how much do i think it is purchased for way more than what it is worth being spent on it uh, put in the comments how much where do you am think i buying it from amazon i believe twenty dollars twenty five dollars twenty five twenty five dollars that's how much you pay for it i no, i'm not <laughs> buying this bad boy all right 
Do you think it's higher or lower than $25? I like the guesses coming in. 50 cents, 10 cents. <laughs> or maybe that's 0.1 cents. I'm going to go lower. I think $15 is a nice bet. I think that came from, oh no, that didn't come from Johnny. Kevin said they couldn't pay me. I understand. All right, so you're, gonna, you're guessing yeah. lower than $25? Lower. Imagine lower. the nightmares waking up to that pillow. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh All my right. gracious. It so, should just be a throw pillow on your couch. I'd throw it, like for sure. <laughs> it's a throw pillow. <laughs> throw it into the fire. <laughs> Destroy it. All right. Is it lower than $25? How much? So. I is the so. Nicolas Cage rainbow pillow worth? Eighteen ninety nine. Good call. Good job, baby. Eighteen ninety nine. Look at that. It's two to two. I, I'm ready. Ugh. I, I'm honestly considering buying it for like a Christmas gift. <laughs> it's already Santa. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's two to two. We're down to our last item for the Price Is Right, and you need to put in the comments who's going to win this final round. Is it going to be Abby or Bear? What is our final item of the day? Dun, da, 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 da. The most, the world's most expensive taco. <gasps> oh, you did make this for Abby. I did. This one particularly I made for Abby. What, the world's Thanks. most expensive taco. Now, I want to give you some information about this taco. I need the taco is prepared with ingredients such as langoustine, I don't know what that is, Kobe beef, Black truffle brie cheese and beluga Yum. caviar. The tortilla Ew. is made of corn and 24 karat gold foil. It is served with an exotic morita chili salsa and finished with chive coffee and an ultra premium tequila, which we don't advise. No. But the world's most expensive taco. All of my life. Coming down to this one moment. Put in the comments how much do you think this, this taco is worth? Come on, guys, because I don't know how much any of that is worth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do the math in my head, and it's not, it's not working. Um, okay. Well, well, buddy, I think that the steak I have heard of as being very expensive. Um, mm -hmm. How expensive? I don't know. Uh, gold, I know, is very expensive. I'm guessing it's in the thousands. Okay. I don't know how much gold is on there. I'm going to guess 2000 $2,000 and for the world's most expensive taco. $2,500. Although, it? I'm getting told 25000 is an accurate guess. <laughs> and, nope, I'm sticking with... $2,500. Where is it being purchased from? Oh, that's it's, true. It's the only Lanterns place. It's it locked in? It's uh, oh, whoa. Los Cabos. <laughs> it's, a, it's a resort in Los Cabos. Where's it's a resort? Los yeah, you, you have to you eat the taco there at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where it was oh, coming okay. from. All right, so um, 2500 was yeah. your final guess? Yep. Do you think it's more or less? How big is it? Did they give you dimensions? Can you, can you show me the picture again? It's. It looked like a little baby taco. It did look like really tiny. Yeah. That's why, yeah. like, yeah. I want to be in the. So it's a taco size. <laughs> it's so a it, taco it's size. Just normal oh, taco yeah, it's a taco, taco size taco. Oh, that helps. Okay. It's a taco size taco. I'm going to say less. Less than twenty five hundred. Yes. All right. Well, to wrap up, to see who wins, tune in next time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How much is My the world's heart. most expensive taco? It is. 
$25,000. Pastor had it. Pastor mm -hmm. wins. Well done. Good job, Wait, Pastor so Brian. Lower. Is that Pastor Brian or Pastor Nicole? I think that's Pastor Nicole. Ooh. I don't know. There's now, question. Part. Did you Google it? <laughs> that's, that's the question of the day. Helping me out. $25,000. Hard pass. Would you ever eat that taco? I know how much you love tacos. I think Jesus already has one prepared in my mansion. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for The Price is Right. Now we are moving on to our next segment. It's going to be awesome. Uh, like, boom, awesome, I guess. Yeah. So, so thank you for joining us for The Price is Right. Now it's time for our next segment. Everybody, welcome to a time of prayer. God is so good and he is just, he's wonderful. We're super excited to have you here with us today. If you have any prayer requests that you are wanting the Lord to help you with, if you have anything that you're just believing the Lord for, put them in the comments right now. We actually had a prayer request sent to us earlier this week from one of our uh, ministry partners. They were experiencing some pressure in their eyes. They had gone to, they had gone to the, or they're heading to the doctor, I think. And they just asked us to pray with them and believe for relief of the pressure. And by the end of that day, the pressure was gone. Like it had already lessened in their eyes. They were already feeling so much better. And it's because God answers prayers. It tells us in the word that the word accomplishes what it was sent to do. And so as we pray today, we're just going to pray for a couple minutes, put in our daily confessions that we have, and then we're going to hop over to another segment. But right now, just join your faith with mine, where two or more are gathered. He's there in the midst of us. And the prayer of agreement is powerful. So right now, Lord, we praise you. We thank you, Father. You are so good. God, you're so good. And you're always leading us to triumph. Father, thank you that you are leading your people into triumph today. Thank you, God, that for every person watching this broadcast, you have laid up for them a treasure of triumph, a treasure of victory, because your son is victorious. He came, he lived, he died, but then he raised up in victory. And Lord, we thank you that we are also raised in that victory. We just declare right now, Lord, victory is following those people that believe and trust in you. Victory belongs to your people. You are so good. You're so good. Father, we thank you. Thank you. Goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our lives. I command right now, Lord, that goodness and mercy follows every person watching this broadcast all the days of their life. I thank you, Lord, that the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. Thank you, Father, that you are bringing about blessing and honor to your people today on this broadcast. Thank you, Lord, for it. We thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Lord, you're good. Right now, Lord, we just seek you. God, we seek you. We seek you above everything else. 
No matter what this day has held for anybody watching, whether it's been a great day, whether it's been an opportunistic day, Lord, you're there in the midst of it. You're there to help. You're there to guide. You're there to protect. You're there to bless. Lord, let surprise blessings overtake your people today at their work. Let surprise blessings overtake your people today wherever they are. Goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our life and it's because we belong to you. We're in intimacy with you. Lord, we thank you that today our eyes open to how much you love us, how good you are, how powerful you are. We thank you, Lord, that you are the healer. You are such a good God. Lord, we worship you. We worship you today and all that we say and all that we do. We just declare you are Lord. You're Lord of our life. You're Lord of this broadcast. You're Lord of every person who's watching job. You're the Lord of our jobs, God. You're the Lord of our minds. You're the Lord of our hearts. You're our Lord. And Father, today we serve you. I ask right now that you show each of us how we can serve you in a deeper way, how we can be in a deeper level of intimacy with you than we've ever been before. And I thank you, Lord, that our eyes are open to see, our ears are open to hear, and we are in tune with you. We live in you, we move in you, and we have our being in you. You are our victor. You are our hope. You are our strong tower. And in you, we find refuge and strength. We find peace and joy. And we thank you that you are refreshing us today. You're rejuvenating us and you are making every day brighter and brighter and brighter, shining like the noonday sun. We thank you for it in Jesus name. Before we hop to our next segment, let's say today's confessions, confession number six and confession number seven. Confession number six is, and join your voice with mine, we keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. And then confession number seven, and you just prophesy over the rest of your day and over the rest of your weekend. Confession number seven, the struggle is over. In Jesus' name, the struggle is over. We struggle with nothing. Everything has already been worked out for us because God, you did it. Ah, oh, God is so good. I love prayer. Prayer is so fun because we just get to hang out with God. But right now we get to hang out with God plus our minute to win it, people. We're hopping over to Buddy, Abby, and Kevin live about to play with cookies. Why? Find out now. I don't know why that's that startled me. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to, uh, what's this game called again? Minute to Win It. Yes. Um, I don't know what just happened. Like my brain was like not prepared. Hey guys, welcome to Minute to Win It. What, we're going to take a couple more minutes and we're just going to play probably the most well-known Minute to Win It game yep. that exists. It's called Face the Cookie. You know what this game? I have no clue, but if it's about cookies, I'm in. Oh, okay, praise God. <laughs> Here's how this game works. You're going to have to put an Oreo on your forehead, and you're going to have to use your face muscles to try to work it down and into your mouth. Now, have you never seen this before? No. You never played this really? one before? No. Well, I would like to say, you either have a great advantage or a great disadvantage with your beard. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I have no idea. Okay. So grab your cookie. 
place well, it on your clearly floor. no cookie has ever missed my mouth, so <laughs> I, I should be good to go. I've seen people where they put it on their forehead and they just like, like, they like, like launched it up and caught it in their mouth, which is like a gift from God. That is brilliant. Right? That's a good um, idea. But I wouldn't advise that if you have Why do I feel like a golden retriever right now? <laughs> <laughs> I right, put it, put it on your forehead. Put it on your forehead. Sit. Stay. 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 All right, you guys ready? Yeah. All right, put in the comments, who do you think is going to win? Do you think Abby's going to be first or Kevin's going to be first? Or do you think neither of them are going to get in the 60 seconds? <laughs> because that's also possible. All right, on your mark, get set, go. Whoa, no, 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 no interference. Cheating is not No interference, Kevin. I forgot to say that. Oh, Kevin's got it over his eye. I've never seen that strategy. Wow, look at that, look at that, look at that. Oh, he's so close. Wow. You got in 12 seconds. Keep Wait, going. You You're close. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> well done. Yay. Well oh. done. Wow. It's stale. <laughs> I think maybe that helped. Maybe, maybe that, that helped. helped. I don't know. All right. Now, I'm just curious because I, I really have no idea whether or not it's more difficult with Chips These are Chips Ahoy, right? Yes. There's something. Yeah. I honestly have no idea if it's more difficult. The, it's a bigger cookie, a bigger surface area. So I don't know if that would make it more difficult. Grab your cookie. It has more texture. More texture. You got the chocolate chips in it. Okay. But at the same time, the texture on the Oreo, it, give, it, it gives you some good uh, friction yeah. as well. So yeah. this might be more, um, a little more difficult. All right, all right, place your cookie. All right, wait, stay, stay. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. <laughs> all right, put in the comments. Do you think Kevin's going to win two times in a row, or do you think Abby's got, got a chance? Definitely. Wow, I like your confidence. All right, well... If it's a confidence <laughs> battle, Kevin definitely won. All right, you guys ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready, Kevin? Let's do it. On your mark, go. On your mark, go. <laughs> I, I like to change things up. Wow, look at those heavy blinks on Abigail's eye. <laughs> Kevin's already got it in his lip. Oh, no. What? Oh, it didn't fall out of the chair. Oh, no. I'm scared. <laughs> it's stuck on his... It's stuck. All right, you got to put it back on your forehead. All right, Kevin was so close. Abby, you have a chance. She got it over her eye. Oh, and that just hit me in the shoulder. Oh, I think I'm... Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no. Apparently, this it is, is harder. more difficult with Chips Ahoy. Ew. Uh, get I feel there. like the chocolate is get coming out of the bottom. Oh, oh Kevin's close. Kevin's close. That, oh, come on. you got, It's right there. There we go. Well done, Kevin. I'd like to say that he cheated. <laughs> You'd like to say. I, I was sitting there I would like, watching most of the I'd time. like for there to be a revote. I'm the first time. I really wish I was recording that because, like, whenever it was, like, right there, you're, like, trying real hard to use your tongue to get it in, but it just kept going further and further down. <laughs> that was awesome. Should we try again? How many? Huh? How many? What if we right. have, like... Now stack two cookies. Oh yeah, that's word. what I was going to say. Yeah, stack right. two cookies on your forehead. This is we're a just great idea. We're just, I'm, this is I'm a great idea. We're just making this up as we go. <laughs> All right, you only need to get one in your mouth. No, you gotta get both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I making this easier for you guys? All right, on your mark. Okay. Get set. Ready. Are you ready? Yep. Set. Go. Oh no. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. That's kind. Of, that's kind of like intimidating to watch. What happened? They're There's gone. like cookies everywhere. You <laughs> ate them already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I ate them. Oh. <laughs> I th oh, that's stuck. All right. Get caught in my hand. I have cookies all, all right. over the place. <laughs> what a fun game. <laughs> Are we still going? Uh, you got yeah, 30 seconds. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, 
I think Kevin's given up. <laughs> You've given up? I believe so. There's all right. no quitters in cookie There's no quitters on, we're on live TV. <laughs> oh, oh, my You bad. can't quit in the middle of live TV. Uh-uh, that's not how it works. <laughs> oh, okay, so close. <laughs> Why does it keep there, falling? There, there, there it is. Oh, we got one. Whoa! Yeah, in this God, instance, no your, your beard is not helping you. It does help. Oh, it does help? Uh-huh. Oh, no, no. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, time's up. Oh, I've got one. It slid down my chin. You got one? You got one? I got one. All right, that one is tie. But that means Kevin is our official winner. That, that's a good point. Well, Cheating is done. allowed. Kevin. Everyone give, give Kevin a clap emoji. Let him know that you appreciate him. Maybe give him a gold star. Who knows? All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for Minute to Win It. Stick around. In just a few seconds, we're going to dive into the word today with what's the word? What's the word? What's the word with Barrett and me and Pastor? We'll see you soon. Give me a glass of milk, please. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we'll see you soon. We'll see you. Hey. <laughs> to win it game is one of my all-time favorites like yeah it's one of my all-time favorites i really I enjoy. enjoy it i've beaten mm -hmm. paul the last few times i've done wow. it. it so that's probably the main reason why it's one of my all-time favorites <laughs> well that makes me curious is the beard beneficial or is it not i don't know but i feel like every person who has ever been in youth ministry like mm -hmm. this is just a game that you have to play yeah i don't think i did what yeah, I, yeah. Okay, who has the cookies? <laughs> Buddy and I need to do this right now. Wait, why? Because we have extra time, and but, you just said you don't think you've we, ever played before. But we need to, you know, talk about Jesus. This is Jesus. Jesus is in Oreos. I believe it. Okay, I, wanted to, I really wanted to do one more. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, three, two, one, go. How have you never played this before? I lost I it. dropped it. Okay, well, I... I like to say that this is the only time I'm not happy with my nose. <laughs> ah! It was in my mouth and then out of my mouth. Yeah. How I... I right, I'm going to try that, like, jump it. Okay. Jump it over my nose. If you're watching One, right now, two. have you ever played ah, this? That did not work. Ever? Like, I feel like every kid has played this. I feel like ah. Kevin makes us look bad. No oh, joke. Hello. Did you just get it? Uh, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Well, that was great. Okay, thank you for appeasing me. You've played now. That makes me happy. Your time of youth ministry is officially um, not complete, but it's, it's well-rounded now. Mm -hmm. That's good. 
Um, Priscilla says she has not played before. If you are hopping on right now, if you missed it yesterday, I have cookie dust all over my face. If you missed it yesterday, Pastor Brian, as I'm shaking out my face from the crumbs, Pastor was on Victory Update, which is oh, yeah. a KCM, a Brother Copeland uh, broadcast that they put on. You can go ahead and watch the replay of it. If you haven't seen it, you can watch the replay. I will have them go ahead and put that up in the comments. Uh, you can go ahead and find that. But it was awesome. Yeah. It was really, really cool to see him on there. It was. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was cool to see like his picture up on like the Instagram and, and stuff like that. I'm mm -hmm. like, that's my pastor. Yay. And yeah. a lot of people were like just ministered to by like his testimonies. Yeah. Like, you know, like he was just sharing what was going on at, at the church. I was actually talking to a guy at the DMV today. He was like, so what's your church about? Because he's holding my shirt. And uh, I'm like, man, our church has been growing. <laughs> like... And, like, he was, like, surprised. I'm like, a lot of churches are shrinking, but our church is growing. Mm -hmm. Like, we saw three people healed on Sunday, and I was just, like, sharing him what's going on. And I could tell he had no idea how to respond to that. Yeah. Um, but it was just, like, when Pastor was sharing that, people were, like, encouraged. When he shared that we're, we're at, what, 1,500 people that gave yeah. their lives to Christ. This year, in the midst of all the stuff going on, like, like I was just watching the comments. Like, people were blessed by seeing that. Yeah. People are, people are blessed when they see the kingdom of God advancing. And, and yeah. It's such an honor to be a part of that. Um, well, and something that sticks out to me is, you know, the world has been very big on, let's talk about the new normal. Like, I, yeah. I just, I don't say that phrase at all. <laughs> but, you know, the, it's, things are being talked about is this is the new normal. It's mm. normal for churches to be live streamed. It's normal to not be assembling together. It's normal to mm -hmm. be wearing masks. You know, it's, that's all normal. And that's look, do as the Lord leads you to do. However, yeah. it's really awesome yeah. to be in a place, be in a church that is demonstrating and is yeah. striving to demonstrate what God's normal looks like yeah. because normal what the world calls normal is so different than what God calls normal. And honestly, we're just scratching the surface yeah. on what God calls normal. Like, mm -hmm. I praise God for 1,500 souls so far this year. Like, that's amazing. However, that's just barely scratching the surface. There yeah. was a little boy, I think last year, at the river. And Pastor, if I'm wrong, tell me how, how many it is when you're here. Um I believe he himself won over 2,000 souls to Jesus. He's like seven, wow. like maybe not seven, maybe 10. But, it, you know, that's one little boy who yeah. made it his heart to go do that. Wow. We're just getting like we're just scratching the surface. But what an honor mm -hmm. to be in a ministry that hungers. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said hungers like that. Hungers. But that hungers after God and is willing to blaze a trail for others to follow behind. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's a, like, honestly, that 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 whole thing about what's God's normal has mm -hmm. probably been one of the things that's challenged me the most since I've been here. Yeah. Like, what does God call normal? Well, you read the Bible, you know, what Yeah. the things that, in like post-Jesus yeah. ascension, you know? the way that the church operated. Yeah. Like where in one sermon, 3,000 people gave their lives to yeah. Christ. You know, uh, where the, the Bible records that the apostles laid their hands on the sick and healed them all. Yeah. You know, like that's a, that's a level of normal that, that we don't see as much. And so, right. but it, it really depends on who, who am I comparing myself to? Right. You know, like, 
Like if if we were to look at other churches, we can just or if we were to just look at like nominal Christianity, we can just be, sure. look back and be like, we got fifteen hundred souls. That's great. We can just lay back and relax for the rest yeah. of the year. The but, average church gets maybe one. Maybe. maybe. Like I think the last statistic is that it was like half a person. Half a person I think. per church. I think so. Wow. I think I've heard Teddy minister on that. And so and so like we can we can like look at that and be like, man, you know, we got this. But or we can look at the Bible yeah. and see, wow, three thousand and one sermon and one message. Yeah. Man, let's go further. Let's yeah. go deeper. Because when like I, I think this is one of the things that that God's really shown me since being here is is you know humility. Uh, uh, humility compares yourself to Christ, yeah. but pride compares yourself with others. Yeah. So like I can compare myself with others and say, hey, we're doing good. Or I can look at Christ and be like, man, I haven't even scratched the surface yet. Yeah. And so, and so that's one of the things that challenged me the most being here. And, and just what, like hearing pastor talking about, you know, all the things that have been happening uh, here, you know, just yeah. in the last three months, just in the last week. I mean, like yeah. every week we, testimonies have been piling up, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's been, it's been, it, it's been incredible. Yeah. And now I'm understanding why God, you know, led me here. Yeah. You know, um, after being in ministry for four and a half years, I'm learning that what I thought was normal was not even close yeah. to what God calls normal. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things that Pastor talked about yesterday on the Victory Update, Brother Copeland's uh, broadcast. And we, we put it in the comments. You can yeah. go back and find that link. But... It's so important to let our vision expand, you know, and that's what pastor was talking about is get around people that cause you to think bigger. And he's mentioned it on the broadcast as well. He's ministered on that. Get around people, ministries, Mm -hmm. ministers that cause you to think bigger, to think beyond what has been your normal, because your normal is probably so far beyond what the Lord calls normal. Mm -hmm. But when you surround yourself with people who think bigger, all of a sudden your thinking think, thinks bigger. Because, you know, I can draw a house. I can draw what I think would be a really pretty house. However, and then I can take my plans to somebody who is like builds houses and say, I want this. They're automatically going to take it to a level I can never take yeah. it to because they have skill sets and giftings that I didn't have. When you get around ministers who have seen mighty things in God, you can't help but to have your thinking stretched beyond where it's been. You're here. (laughs) Pastor's here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an interesting day, a good one, but it's been, it's been uh, (laughs) full. Wide open. Full. It's been wide open so far. (laughs) Yep. I've learned since moving here that wide open doesn't mean the same thing to all people. Some people, yeah. Some people. It's true. Yeah, to some people it means different than the rest of the world. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. If you haven't shared the broadcast, please share it. And uh, we're just going to have a conversation today uh, during the What's the Word and talk about what the Word says. But uh, (laughs) one of the things I noticed was the 100th comment. Yes. Uh, Did you say that? It was Johnny Shaver. I intended to, Anna. (laughs) <laughs> and then I got startled for no reason whatsoever. I saw it happening during prayer, but I didn't. I couldn't see who it was. Yeah. So, yes. Johnny, Johnny Shaver, congratulations. Hundredth comment of the day. You win a gift card. We love you. Johnny on the spot. Amen. 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 Glory Amen. to God. Yeah, so it was an interesting day, huh? There was uh, audio issues, video issues. 
but we got it worked out. God's good. Amen. Amen. That's just it. You know, I was talking yesterday uh, on that broadcast. Uh, One of the things I was looking at is having victory in trials. Mm -hmm. And we have something in our leadership training that says issues and problems equal opportunities. And so when you stop looking at issues and problems like they're going to be a consistent and ongoing issue and problem, and you start putting faith into God's help, hear that. When you have an issue or problem, but you put faith into God's help, he can turn those things into opportunities. And when I changed that in my thinking, life got easier. Yeah. Would you like for life to be easier? Amen. Would it be good if there was just a button that you could press and yes. it would make life easy? Yes. It... Tell me more. <laughs> I'm not Second... participating. <laughs> You're not playing I'm just, this game. I'm just watching. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be unto God, who's always, 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 never not doing it. That's what always means. Always leading us to triumph in Christ and manifesting through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Lots of absolutes there. And that's God speaking. That's not a man speaking. That's the Lord speaking. And uh, literally he gives us an easy button. And he says, because a lot of people say, well, God never promised it'd be easy. Um, actually he did. Matthew Matthew chapter 11. Uh, he said, my yoke is easy and my burden's light. He actually did say it was easy. (laughs) Now, your flesh may not feel like that. Right. Uh, and that's where you see you can go over to Hebrews twelve eleven. So let's put these in the comments. Second Corinthians two fourteen. I think it's Matthew eleven twenty eight, if I remember correctly. And then it's Hebrews chapter twelve and verse eleven. You see that he says all discipline for the moment is sorrowful and even not joyful. That's to the flesh. Mm -hmm. So the flesh may be feeling the pressure of it, but when you live more by the Spirit, you won't pay attention to the flesh. And you'll live by the easy in your spirit. Yep. Mm. I don't hear nobody. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> Put a hey man in the comments. <laughs> this is coming live from Albemarle, North Carolina. This, all the northern people are like, what did they just say? I missed that. They were speaking in tongues. <laughs> I would try to do what you just did, but it would come out really disrespectful. You to the are South. speaking more southern. Yay. No, really you are. I've heard you multiple times. Multiple times in the last few weeks, like you're drawing out your uh, vowels, and I'm it's so awesome. excited. Yeah, yeah. You said <laughs> something happen. earlier today. I called It'll it. Happen. Give it seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, legitimately, you are speaking more, and you and you're not trying to. You're just you're doing it. Pastor which is Nicole, really funny. you hear that? I'm speaking you more. You hear southern. that? See there, right there. That, that's, <laughs> there it is, right that. there. I am. I, you you have no Kevin, idea. Kevin said rebel enunciations. I when I used to do the announcements here at church, and I'd get up and be like, "Everybody, get out your envelopes!" Like I, Pastor Nicole, Pastor Nicole used to tease me a lot about how Canadian I sounded. So I am very pleased. <laughs> the Lord has healed my speech. Well, when you have, you know, today has been a great day, but it mm-hmm. also has had its challenges, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, sure. I was, I was, had a very full mor- morning, and then I just heard from the Lord, and this is an example of ease. Uh, I heard from the Lord, pause. Mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, I'm already running behind schedule. He said, stop. I said, okay. 
kind of sitting for about five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I got a phone call. Hey, broadcast sound isn't working, you know, and I was able to help. Had I gone on, I would have been, you know, right in the middle of something. I would not have been able to help. I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have gotten the phone call, but I paused. He makes it easy if we're yeah. paying attention. That's just it. And when, when things are not going well, if you'll stop looking at the issue and the problem yeah. and putting you know, belief or faith in the problem, so to speak, and look at the opportunity, yeah. how's God going to turn this? What's he going to turn it into? So yeah. even, even this morning, and it wasn't bad problems, but just even challenges this morning, now there's a message that's helping people yeah. that are listening yeah. to it. Uh, that's the kind of thing that he'll do. He'll take it and he'll turn it into an opportunity. Yeah. And so, um, you know, one of the things I was going to talk about yesterday uh, was that issues and problems equal opportunities. And when you start to look that way, you put faith in God. All right, I'm facing something that is a reality at this present moment, but I know that you're going to take it and turn it. And he says in 1 John 5, 4, 1 John 5, 4, this is the victory that overcomes the mm -hmm. world, yeah. even our faith. Everything, yes. everyone who is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory yeah. that overcomes the world, even our faith. So in, hear this, anybody that is born into the family of God, that is born again, that is saved through Jesus Christ, they can overcome the world. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know Jesus and you want to start being an overcomer in your life and actually have a victory, just join the family of God yeah. and, and go about things His way. You will yeah. immediately start to win. Amen. You know, and so then, but this is anything in the world, any lack, anything that the corruption in the world brought about, faith will overcome that. Mm -hmm. Faith will overcome it. But see, if I just look, you know, let's say I get an issue or a problem or something, and I constantly look at the issue or problem, then I'm not applying faith to God. I'm applying faith to the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I have no promise to overcome. But if I will put faith in God, I have a promise to overcome. Yeah, amen. The scripture that just keeps coming to my mind is, uh, it's in Isaiah where it says that God is going before you and he's making the crooked path straight. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of what you saw yeah, this like morning. That. God went before you yeah. and said, okay, like stop. He was arranging you to be in a place where you can take that phone call yeah. yes. and handle it, you know, yeah. in, a, in a proper way, you know. And so like, that's what God does is, but it's, it's important that we recognize God's going before us and he's clearing stuff out of the way yeah. yes. so that we can walk through with ease. Yes. But, but if we try to run out ahead of him, mm -hmm. then, all, then really we think it's God's job to just go behind us and clean up all the messes. Right. <laughs> you know, like, no, yeah. he, he wants to go before you and clean, up, clean it up before yes. you get to it. Yes. But if we get out ahead of him, then yeah. he's like, you know, yeah. like that's not who God wants to be. He yeah. wants to lead us and guide us. He wants, we'll hear that voice. Well, that verse says, thanks be unto God who always leads us mm -hmm. in yeah. triumph. So mm -hmm. then he's always leading. The question is, are we always following? Are right. we taking yeah. him by the hand? Yeah. Uh, are we, have we connected our yoke and made his yoke our yoke? In yeah. other words, he's the one that's yeah. leading me or is it my habits, what yeah. somebody taught me, what the world taught me, what I've done all my life? Uh, we've got, if we'll change that, we can walk in easy. Yeah, I think for me, one of the things that I've um, 
Well, we have a saying here at the church, especially in our leadership structure, that we have celebrate noble failure. Yeah. You know, and for years, this has been a recent revelation that I've started to walk in, actually, instead of just have head knowledge on. For years, I would get in, like, analysis paralysis when it would come to this stuff. And I would just kind of freeze and not see victory. Like, yeah. I would see a problem and then get so nervous that I would mess it up. I wouldn't yeah. place faith on God. I'd place faith on me. Yeah. And so as you're right. talking, what pops, the scripture that came up to me is the the parable of the talents. You know, yeah. the, the man gave a certain amount of talents to, to different people. Yeah. And, you know, it says that the person who had received one talent, you know, the person who thought he was being logical and he was being wise, it says, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scatter no seed. This is Matthew 25, verse 24 um, through 26. And I was afraid and went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. You know, and this is what I would do so often with problems is I would see that they were there, get nervous I would make it worth, wor- worth, I'd make it worth, make it worse, and I would just keep it all to myself. And instead of, instead of, <laughs> instead of trusting the Lord to equip me and lead me, I would just freeze. But Everybody th- clap your hand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it says in the I also verse, stopped, collaborated, and listened when you said stop all ago. So I back this is going on. Yeah. Okay. But it says that the Lord counts you would out freeze. as... I would. <laughs> the Lord says that's wickedness. And that's, you know, that's where I, I really needed the Lord to help me. Is So, for example, we're having audio problems, or we hadn't, we're not having them. We had Amen. like an audio issue earlier. And... Yeah. In the past, I would have flipped. <laughs> the phone call pastor would have gotten from me would have been a whole lot. Pastor, the sound's not working. We were just live, and I'm so sorry. And like I would have freaked out. But I don't have the luxury of doing that anymore because I. It didn't do any good. No, it didn't do any. It actually adds to the problem. It adds to the problem, mm-hmm. but it's also not just me. Like there's a team of people here, mm-hmm. and if I freak out. It's not going to help anybody to freak out. I needed to give the talents that I had, trust the talents that other people had, and then draw on the leader in that way. But also celebrating the normal, not burying my talents and celebrating noble failure in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. (laughs) Yeah. Kevin says panic is contagious. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and when you find you know, when you find somebody that will be uh stable yeah. in the midst of a shaking, yeah, there's a hope that's released. And this is what the Bible talks about when it says, uh basically it teaches us, the Bible teaches us that our hope preaches because mm-hmm. it says you need to be ready and able to give an account. Mm-hmm. For the hope that's within you, that means that somebody's going to be asking why you're hopeful. You mm-hmm. and why why do you have the hope, the mm-hmm. joy, the confidence, the expectation that you have? And um, you know, 
So why do you have that? Your hope preaches. People are going to be asking about yeah. that. And when they do ask about it, you want to know why. So in the midst of a shaking, when you're stable on yeah. Christ, because you know that even though I see issues and problems, God's turning it to an opportunity and God's moving it. And you put faith towards that. All of a sudden, you open up the supernatural doors for God to blow in yeah. uh, his solution. And uh, many, you know, many times, though, if I'm looking at the problem, I keep those doors shut. And a lot of people say, well, God can do what he wants to do. Yeah, he can. And what he decided to do was put faith yeah. in our hands and faith will overcome the world. Yeah. Uh, so without faith, you won't overcome the world. Otherwise, you'd be breaking what God said. Yes, he's sovereign, but he chose to put some ways in place, some ways to go past and bypass the enemy. And, and, and the devil can't do anything about it. He can't mm -hmm. do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And God's given us those ways. He's given us seed time and harvest. He's given us faith. You know, he's given us some tools, uh, prayer and fasting, some mm -hmm. things the devil can't do anything about. Yeah. And if we'll just learn how to walk in those ways, his ways are holy. If we'll learn to walk in those ways, man, we'll be blessed. It'll be easy. We'll yeah. be overcomers. That doesn't mean you won't have challenges. It doesn't mean that problems won't arise, that yeah. persecutions won't arise. Jesus prophesied you'll have persecutions. But in the middle of the persecution, I can be fine. Mm -hmm. I can be fine, you know, and uh, that's the victory that you can have. And um, one of the things that I've looked at, you know, if our faith overcomes the world, we need to make sure that we don't drop faith. But yeah. I, this verse, these two verses, and please put these in the comments right now. Just, just put this in the, in the comments. Say, I am an overcomer. I am an Exclamation overcomer. Exclamation point, smiley face, hands up. I am an overcomer, exclamation point, smiley face, hands up, hands up. You're making this more up. difficult. I know. Um, you don't have to smiley add face, all that, but hands up. There we you go. Know, if you honor, you'll be more blessed. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I received the blessing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Sort of. Um, so one of the things, this verse, these two verses, please put them in the comments. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And 2 Corinthians 2, 14. Turn that camera off. I don't want to see you mess with it again. <laughs> please. <laughs> it's more annoying than it's worth it. All right. So... 1 Corinthians 10, 13, and 2 Corinthians 2, 14. When I got a hold of these verses, I mean, it was awesome. It changed everything. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, mm -hmm. who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, mm -hmm. so that you will be able to endure it. Yeah. Now, I want you to see this. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. Now, I want you to see, every problematic situation carries with it mm -hmm. a temptation to drop faith. Yeah. yeah. Hear that. Now, just put this in the comments. Every problematic situation carries with it the temptation to drop faith. Yes. What that means is I will never be in a problematic situation that God's not referring to in this verse. 
So whatever he says in the rest of this verse, when I'm in a problem, this verse applies. Mm -hmm. When I'm in a problem, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 always applies because Mm -hmm. there's a temptation uh, to drop faith. Oh, I just saw the the blue in the background. That's cool. Hey, nice background. Amen. Nice dash of color. So no problematic situation will, will be exempt from this verse. Okay, so whatever's in this verse, you and I, we have. And so it says, but such as is common to man. What this means is that common to man doesn't mean that you can handle it on your own. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not what it's talking about. It's saying that you won't be in, because most of the problems we'll face, on a, re, or a lot of the problems we face on a regular basis are bigger than us. <laughs> we need a supernatural yeah. help. We yeah. need a supernatural hand. Mm-hmm. So, But it's common to man. In other words, that means it's within man's ability with God mm-hmm. to handle it. And that's what it's talking about when you read it in context. In other words, we need God's help. But if man will join up with God, it's not beyond, it's not beyond that uh, reach. Uh, God's hand is not shortened. He will be able to uh, change things in that situation. So no temptation or no problematic situation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. All right. And God is faithful. There's the key to this whole verse. You know, like what you were saying, when you would hit a problem, you would freeze, mm-hmm. you know. But here's the thing. Uh, God's faithful. Mm-hmm. God, you and I, we may miss it. We may miss it, you know. And, and, and I'll say this. You know, you, you said noble failure earlier, and I wanted to define that. Because uh, some people would say, especially if you're trying to be, you know, running in faith circles, you would see the issue there by saying, celebrate noble failure. I'm not believing to fail. Right. And nobody's believing to fail. And we are not believing to fail. But here's what we do know is that if I set up a circumstance and an environment where nobody can fail, then everybody's going to be scared. Mm -hmm. And they won't be in faith. They'll be scared because they don't want to fail. So they'll never step out into something. Mm -hmm. They'll never try anything. But here's what I also know. In dealing in what we have to do, we're dealing with people that have a corrupted flesh. And so what are the odds that somewhere, somehow, that corrupted flesh is going to affect and somebody's going to fail? Mm -hmm. What, What are the odds of that? Probably pretty high. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, now are we believing for failure? No. Yeah. But hear, hear this. If we find ourselves yeah. in a place of failure, then we celebrate the fact, not the failure. Yeah. We celebrate the fact that somebody had the guts to step yeah, out. For sure. Good job. Good try. You missed, and that's okay. I'd rather you miss than not try. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather you miss. Then not try. So we celebrate a failure that is yeah. noble. And, and we'll say this, not chronic failure. Yeah. In other words, if somebody's constantly failing, 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 that's an issue. And that's something that we need to deal with. But we celebrate noble failure. And, uh, so, and, and this is one of those things. So we're not believing for problems. We're not believing for failure. But if we find ourselves in a problem or we find ourselves in a failure, we look to God. Yeah. We look to God. Go ahead. Well, one thing that... E- when you've taught on this before, and I've never heard it taught this way until you said it, you'll bring, you've often brought up Peter walking on the water. And yeah. so often Peter gets like 
Peter gets such a bad rap for that particular part in the scripture because he's sinking. But Peter's the only one that got off he's the boat. The, yeah. He's the only one that had yeah. the faith to even start walking to Jesus. And so we often will imp- yeah. will put a tone on what Jesus is saying, like, yeah. you have little faith. Mm-hmm. But that's not the heart of the Father. But like, he walked on water. He walked on the water. <laughs> and even, I want to. <laughs> even when he started sinking, Jesus' hand was right there. He just yeah. reached out and picked him back up. Yeah. He didn't rebuke him. He lifted him. A leader yes. will lift up people yes. even if it seems like they're sinking. They'll mm-hmm. lift them up. They won't push them down. Jesus is a great example of being there and celebrating noble failure. Yeah. He, he gave them what to change. Yes. But he was there to take them by the hand and stick them right back up on top of the yeah. water. You know, I, I, I did a message on that. I was like, what, you think, you know, Jesus just drug them through the water? <laughs> no, he lifted them back up on top of the water and they walked back, you know. It's like, hey, here, come on, Peter. No. This one, that was a funny moment. The Lord gave that to me in the moment when but I preached it. But it was super it. encouraging. Yes, like, I know. I've never heard that before. I'm like, well, praise God, because I've had lots of Peter moments. Like, that's awesome. Me too. <laughs> Peter gives me hope. Mm-hmm. I love I love Peter's passion. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorites. And um, he just, you know, he's willing to step out there. Yeah. You know? he, he's a true apostle. He, he was willing to step out there. And, you know, he had some issues, definitely, but he was willing to step out there and break new ground. And he and was quick to repent. Yes. Yeah. He repented and he moved forward. That's the thing. And that's been a key over this, the man who would be king, is let's make sure make sure that we repent quickly. And, mm-hmm. you know, repent is not just, oh, woe is me. That's what people have a stereotype of. Repent is not, oh, woe is me. I'm so yeah. horrible. That's not repentance. Repentance is, oh, I see my mistake. Lord, I apologize. By faith, I believe you. I ask yeah. you for forgiveness. By faith, I receive that forgiveness. I ditch condemnation. And if you have forgotten my sin and cast as far as the east is from the west, Lord, then I'm not going to in pride yeah. hold on to it. I cast it away too. I don't yep. remember it. And I go forward. And I go forward. This is a big revelation for anybody who would be a leader is you've got to learn how to quickly yeah. ditch condemnation uh, a- after you repent. Uh, as you repent, I should say, because it should happen in the same moment. Mm-hmm. So, but you said, you know, you would freeze. And partially the reason you would freeze in a problem is because you didn't trust yourself. And I've been the same way and I've, you know, had to put that down. But what's the key in this verse? What is the key to this verse? First Corinthians ten thirteen. Put it in the comments now. God is faithful. God yeah. is faithful. Yeah. You know. Uh, he is so faithful there. I even put it in the comments. Mm-hmm. Take that. <laughs> God is faithful. Yeah. Amen. God Amen. is faithful. God is faithful. And uh, so when you recognize and you lean on his faithfulness, that's when it starts to work. Yeah. Amen. God is faithful. Yeah. It, sorry. Ahead. It just reminds me of First John um, I believe it's First John chapter 1 where he says, but if you do sin, God is faithful and just. Mm-hmm. You know, and will yes. forgive you of your sins and cleanse yes. you of all unrighteousness. So when we mess up, yeah. when we make that no, noble failure, God, yeah. God's still a covenant God. You know, like yeah. if, uh, where he says, you know, if we do sin, um, uh, what, basically uh, confess your sins and he's faithful. Yeah. Is that what it is? Confess your sins? Yeah. I'm mixing a bunch of verses right now <laughs> together. I need to just look it up. If you repent... 
He is faithful and just mm-hmm. to remove, uh, remove all sin and transgression. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is faithful. And that goes back to this same verse. God is faithful. We are going to come up short by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. But see, uh, mankind is not supposed to be by themselves. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be linked with God who mm-hmm. makes it easy and brings yeah. in supernatural power. And that's what this verse is talking about is mm-hmm. God is faithful. Well, you, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say it's First John 1, 9. Yeah. You taught at one point at, in impact. Again, the, I really enjoy stories that talk about people messing up and there's hope attached <laughs> to them. Um, but you were taught, you brought up the fact that in Abraham had moments where Abraham messed up. Yeah. You know, you go through the story of Gen- in Genesis and Abraham has moments where he's fearful. He has moments where he steps out of what the Lord's yeah. told him to do. But when you go in the record of who he was in the hall of faith, mm. It, it's, it doesn't list any of that. It said that he yes. was blameless. Like he, he's honored as this man who never missed it with the Lord. Yeah, we went through a list of his failures. Yes. <laughs> we went through like it was a, a list. And then you go over there and it doesn't talk about that. The Lord credited his life as righteousness yes. because God is faithful to forgive. Yes. He's faithful to wipe away sins. He honors faith. Yes. And Abraham, we see the mess up, but God, God That's erased right. that. That's one, right. one of the things that you brought up during one of the broadcasts was uh, how Paul said, I have wronged no man. Yeah. yeah. You know, even though he was, was right there. Murder. With the, he was a yeah. murderer. He, yeah. you know, but he had a revelation of his righteousness yes. in Christ. Like that, that blew my mind. Yeah. You know, like he understood his righteousness so much that he could confidently say, I have wronged no man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know, because whoever that was that wronged a lot of men was dead and gone. Yes. Yeah, and he he's like, I'm a new man. creation. Yeah, he yeah. killed that man. Uh, well, and think, that was the Holy Ghost telling yeah. him to write that because mm-hmm. every scripture is inspired. It's Thank powerful. You, yeah, this is how the Lord sees it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the rest of this verse, you know, no temptation or no problematic situation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God yeah. is faithful. Watch this. Uh, man. This is so powerful. Any problematic situation that you find yourself in, this, what I'm about to read, applies to you. Yeah. It says, who, God, who is faithful, will not allow you to be yeah. tempted beyond what you are able. Yes. But with the temptation, will provide a way of escape also so that you will be able to endure it. So now watch this. In other words, God is saying, this is point blank. If you couldn't handle it with me and go out in an escape, I wouldn't let you go in the situation. Yeah. So now I started to walk into every area of life. You know, I put on humility, I get rid of bias, I keep my ears open to God, but I can walk in, if I'm doing those things, I can walk into every situation in life confident, Mm -hmm. confident, not egotistical, confident in God's faithfulness, Mm -hmm. confident in God's faithfulness. A good leader Mm -hmm. is confident in the faithfulness of God, in God's faithfulness. Please put that in the comments. A good leader is confident in God's faithfulness. Yes. And so, and then he says, you know, I, I'll provide a way of escape for you. And so a lot of times we look at a way of escape as negative or at, at the very most neutral. 
We, you know, but I want you to see this. Now, when you combine this, God will provide a way of escape. And now you combine it with 2 Corinthians 2.14. Yeah. You see that God's plan is always to lead you in triumph. Yeah. So when you go into it, escape and neutral is the worst that can happen. He's going to let you escape any negative of that. That's what that means. He's going to let you escape any negative. That should be the worst. So even if you mess up, the worst is I come out neutral. Mm -hmm. And so he's leading me to triumph. Mm -hmm. And so now I can take like super confidence into every situation. Yeah. And what am I confident on? My ability? No. Confident on his ability. He's yeah. so faithful and he's so good. And his promises are yes and amen. amen. All of his promises are yes and amen. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Can we sing that Sunday? Maybe. <laughs> I'm changing it after they've had practice. Mm -hmm. Just have it ready. I don't know what that song is. <gasps> In Jesus' name, I know it now. Sorry, <laughs> yes and amen. You've it's heard it. Yes and amen. You've I'm, heard it. I'm for sure I have, but You've I don't heard know which one it is off the top of my head. Barrett yes. has a song. I'm going to throw her under the bus here. Cool. You're, are you ready? Uh huh. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it tickles me now, although I, I had to put down a fence at first. <laughs> Don't know where the story is going. Getting a little nervous. But you know, all discipline for the moment seems not hey, to be joyful. Uh -huh. I just saw but on, the, on the replay, I just bonked you in the head. That was awesome watching it. <laughs> it wasn't a hard good. bonk, it was a, it was a mild bonk. I didn't fall. I'm yeah, fine. It was good. I didn't okay. knock you so, so you had to put down offense over something a song mm -hmm. yeah what's the song um i think it's there's just something about that name so everybody in my life ever only sings that song one way oh i understand is that it yeah and but barrett <laughs> has not grown up with that song and so uh, one day i'm like hey barrett sing this song and the holy spirit was moving i felt confident and she went to sing it and and she tried Noble failure. And uh, she tried. This was me? Huh? This was me? Yeah. I know that song. Well, maybe it was, maybe it was a different one. There's different one particular verse. song. It comes up every now and then. I think it was that one. But that's what I'm saying. The way you know it is not the way everybody else knows it. So I think that's it. Anyway, she sang it. I'm like, no, no, don't sing it like that. That's not it. And then it might be that song. I'm like, no, that's not it. And uh, every time I've asked, I'm like, I forget that. And then, <laughs> and then I keep asking. And I, and I think it's that song, but it might not be. But anyway, it, made me, it makes me laugh now because you didn't grow up with it in the same version. Yeah. And you can't help that. But it's, it's, I'm going to definitely have to get you to know it or let somebody else lead it one or the other. I that definitely need to have a conversation with Pastor after the broadcast to see if that's the song we're talking about. So that's exciting. Yeah. No, it was Rebecca's, like, she on the comments, she took the heat for you there. She's like, may have been me. No, it was Barrett. I, I do remember that. I just don't remember which song it was. Because uh, I was like, no, no. It's like one of my favorites. Did you say that out loud? Huh? Did you say that out loud, like during the service? Out loud on, no, the, no. on the inside. <laughs> on the inside, I was like, oh, no, let's just stop. It's not that one. It's not that song. I know what song you're talking about. It's yeah, not that there's, one. 
It's a simple chorus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a hymn. I don't know. I I know exact. We're standing yeah. over there. I was. I know exactly yes. which song. Yep. Yep. Or I know. And the I moment. can't. I don't remember exactly which one it is. But every time that we've hit that moment, I'm like, here, play this song, and. Um, it, <laughs> Yeah, no, it I makes exactly me which it makes it me laugh now. Uh, I knew the chorus, but I had no idea what the verses were, and then yeah. I tried to make it up because you wanted it right there in the moment. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know the song. You tried. I tried. I took what was in my hand and I didn't bury it, <laughs> and I received the correction, which Proverbs tells me is wisdom. These and are, these are fun times. Amen. More fun for me than it was for her. But probably. Was... That's probably true. <laughs> Kevin says he's laughing uncomfortably. That's exciting. And not... she... That that's makes you feel better. I'm sitting here silently uncomfortably. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going on right because I'm not uncomfortable. I know. That's exciting. I know. This is like life moments, yeah, you know. It's stuff exciting. that's happened in ministry. Yeah. But you were, you know, you, you could not have changed that. Yep. I mean, there's no, the only way for you to do it is go listen to that song probably, you know, a hundred times and get the new sound in your head. But Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Is that it? No, that's not it. I'm just going to, I will figure out which one it is. Yeah, it's, we, it's happened like three times, but anyway. It, <laughs> three times. Yeah, it has. Okay. <laughs> Because it doesn't grate you because you don't know the difference. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what song me. we're talking about. Yeah. Guys, Which is welcome. even worse. We'll have to figure it out. Welcome to we'll a whole revamped worship set list from next now on, Next time I say, hey, play, play this, I'll be like, oh, that's it. And you'll be like, this is the one. This is the one. That's true. Johnny says you're not crying. I'm not. The Lord is good and his mercy endures Well, see, forever. and here's the thing. Barrett, historically hates being wrong, True. and so this is such a, this conversation could not have happened six years ago. Especially not on camera. No, telling, nope. telling the world. Expecting the people to receive <laughs> Jesus afterwards, like, nope. But I'm not, Will says, I'm laughing, but in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things, it's one of those things that happens, you know, you just, yeah. you don't know what you don't know, and you, you yeah. know. Um, and that's where we have to trust the Lord. He'll help us. He'll show us. And even though normally, you know, there were times where you would have frozen. Now you say, okay, Lord, what do I do? And uh, even in this conversation, this is not a conversation we could have had six years ago. Mm -hmm. But you've said, Lord, help me. And you've learned to yeah. lean on him. And, uh, you know, even when we've had to have like, uh, all right, hey, you here's what you've been doing. You need to change this. Conversations like that. You know, it was very awkward when you first got here, but now you're just like, okay, let's make that change. Let's, yeah. let's make it. And um, you might have to deal with a little bit, but nothing compared to what you did before, which is a great testimony. Yeah. And that's how the Lord will help you. Uh, that's how the Lord will take you to a new place. And, and each one of us will become better and yeah. better and will be more effective and productive and efficient at what God has called us to do. And that's an awesome, awesome thing. But yeah. many people are not willing to do that because, you know, Hebrews twelve eleven says, but discipline for the moment is sorrowful and even not joyful. But the last part of that verse says, but the person who gives himself to discipline mm -hmm. will eat the peaceful fruit of yeah. righteousness. So it's very important for us to pay attention to that yeah. and go forward. Well, that verse like was my verse for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it was my verse because there was a period of time where 
I, the Lord needed to, he needed to discipline me and he needed yeah. to refine me. And for a while I fought the process of that because I didn't want to be wrong. I yeah. didn't want others to see me being wrong. And you, you brought it up before during the man who would be king that the leader is, I don't remember how you specifically said it, but basically a leader is willing to teach through their mistakes. Yes. And I thought that if people saw I had mistakes, that they wouldn't respect me. That so, your value would go down. Yes. So I fought it for a long time. And so it felt sorrowful for a, a long time because the discipline would come and I would fight it. But eventually. Well, let me, let me say this. Hold that. Got it. You know, your value, you thought your value would go down. Mm -hmm. And I heard Jeremy Pearson say this the first time. The value is set by the buyer. Not, not the onlookers. Mm -hmm. The value is set by the buyer. And so yeah. our identity is wrapped up in what did it cost for Jesus yeah. to pay for our lives? Yeah. Your value is already set. Your value is so heavenly high in the heart of God that no person can take that away. You are valuable to the Lord. And when we get that reality and yeah. we get that revelation, it makes giving ourselves and even making ourselves vulnerable to people much easier. Yeah. Well, and the rest of that verse says that those who have been trained by discipline afterwards, they will yield the peaceful fruit of righteousness after you've been trained by it. Like it's not like it, it can be an instant thing, but often it's a process. And so when you just give yourself to the process, I decided I'd yeah. rather have the Lord show me how to be right than just force my own way of being right. Mm -hmm. And as the Lord's yeah. refined me and he's been able to steer me and guide me, like you and I had a conversation three, four weeks ago or so that you probably wouldn't have been able to have with me yeah. just about minor things to change. But those minor things have allowed my mind to go even bigger and to allow my influence to grow. Yeah. But if I was so concerned with image and how people perceived me, I would never have been able to receive yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Peaceful righteousness, that's a promise. Yes. Like that's a promise yes, that's that we can word. have. You can have the promise of peace. You can have the promise of righteousness, but you've just got to allow yourself to be disciplined and endure the moments where your flesh wants to throw a temper tantrum and yeah. put your flesh in its place. Amen. There's a, you know, and this is a perfect example of how people will esteem and honor things mm -hmm. uh, because it kind of looked like we were wrapping up, but the people that have hung out now, you just got one of the most valuable little nuggets mm -hmm. that you can get on your value and your identity yeah. and just how to maneuver and move through when you have challenges that you need to work on. This is great stuff right mm -hmm. here. That word you just had is awesome. And uh, that's a perfect example of how people can honor and esteem or they can just check out early. Yeah. And um, we don't want to do that. This is part of the reason why at Boomerang, uh, the Lord told us to start having longer services was we were training our flesh to be submitted, not to run the show of yeah. our life, you know. And uh, my mom helped you. She said, uh -huh. <laughs> remember pastor's family, my family, didn't grow up with in-tune songs. Uh, mom and dad couldn't sing a note, so you might be singing it right. <laughs> I love Mama Jan. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I really so, don't want to know what song it is, though. <laughs> I'm not done there. Yeah, if I... Oh, It'll come up to me. It's one of my favorites, and that was part of the, part of the reasons, because I knew it. I, but anyway... I think it's Jesus. 
Jesus. There's just something. I think it's that song, but maybe not. We'll I know figure the it out. Israel Houghton version of the song. Well, and that may be the issue. <laughs> it was on the Your Presence is Heaven to Me soundtrack. That one's anointed. I don't know. That one's anointed. <laughs> <laughs> Parley. I stand by it. <laughs> stand by it. <laughs> well played. I enjoyed that. All right, so question. What if the world has presented lack in your finances that you need to overcome? What if you're paying your bills and your family's eating, but God's called you to abundance and you're not operating in the fullness of what God calls normal in abundance? You were talking about God's normal early and Mm -hmm. how that really has helped you. So what if you're not operating in what God calls normal in abundance, because he said he wants you to have abundance for every good work. So the world had presented a situation of lack. You may be paying your bills, but you're still in lack because you're not at God's abundance, what he calls, what he's calling you to. So you're in a situation, you're in a temptation, a problematic situation with the temptation to drop faith. What do you do about that? How do you, how do you handle that? How do you put faith in God to overcome the world when you're been in lack. What are you doing? He's waiting for one of us to answer his question. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? All right, I don't have, I've got lack in my finances. Taking these verses we've looked at today. Mm-hmm. I've got lack in my finances. I'm not at God's normal. I'm not where I, he's calling me to. Mm-hmm. How do I overcome that lack? Faith. Great. Faith, the faith, the faith. That, that's a great, but I want, give me well, some I thought, I thought practical, practical steps. The world, even our faith. Give me the thought process. Tell the people the thought process. All right, I love being put on the spot. Um, well, uh, Priscilla put so, and then... Um, but, like you, okay, she put the right answer. Yeah. She put so, so mm-hmm. give into the kingdom yeah. of God, expecting a harvest, yeah. right? But you don't feel like you have anything. You're already in lack, logically. That doesn't make your, sense. You've got to set your mind. I would say one of the first things is to renew your mind to what the word says. And what does the word say? The word says that you're an overcomer. The word says that the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. The word says that I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field. The word says that Isaac sowed in the time of famine and he reaped a harvest. You know, the word says so many things. What does the word say about the verses we've been talking about today? 1 Corinthians 10, 13 and 2 Corinthians 2, 14. Where does God want to take you? Triumph. He wants to take you to triumph yeah. in your finances. Yep. But this seems like an overwhelming situation. So how should you th- think on that? He's leading you to victory. He's you, leading me to victory. You look at your situation from the point of victory, not from yes. where you're at. Yeah. So like, let's say this is the victory and this is where I'm at. I'm not going to dwell with where I'm at. I'm going to stand from this position because I'm already seated in heavenly places. I'm already seated in a place of victory. So really just having the perspective of I'm looking at my situation from a place of victory, not mm-hmm. from where I'm at. Yeah. And, uh, and as you're looking at it from a place of victory, you can, you, 
you can just laugh in the face of, of the situation mm -hmm. because you know I'm already seated in heavenly places. I'm already victorious from where I'm standing. I'm yeah. already in a higher place. It's like Lester Summerall said, you know, if you knew what God had on the other side of your problem, you wouldn't worry about it one bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, stand on it from that perspective because, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've been like, I don't know how this is going to work out, and then it works out. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm learning that as I apply my faith, even if I can't see it at the moment, God's, God is faithful. You know, God is continually faithful. So now I can actually, like, you know, I've been at this point, and, you know, I can, like, look back now yeah. and see that situation and just be like, man, like, the next situation, I, God's only taking me higher. Yeah. So, so that's kind of applying faith, but also, you know, uh, doing what the Word says to apply faith and sowing and what's not make your confessions right yeah. as well so think yeah. right thoughts do right things but then say the right words mm -hmm. your word will accomplish what it was sent to do and we are yeah. made in the image and likeness of god mm -hmm. so god speaks and it's created so if we're speaking my finances are in lack i i can't pay my bills mm -hmm. it's we're creating our environment of yeah. poverty but if we'll speak what the word says and realize i can have what the word says i can have then our words are creating a destiny in which our where harvest is laid up for us. So speak out those things as well. That's one of the reasons why we do confessions daily. We are out of debt and we carry a debt canceling anointing and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work because we're speaking the things of God and keeping them ever before us. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna, I was gonna say, have we hit the target that you were looking for? No. Okay. <laughs> well, go team. Saying, yeah. Way to go. But <laughs> you didn't give a wrong answer. Yeah. It's not a wrong answer. I'm just, I wanted to utilize the verses we were talking about today. I'll, I'll explain it in a second. Okay. Uh, well, the only other thing I could think of was seek first the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. And these yeah. will be added unto you. Well, utilizing these verses. So first of all, if you find yourself in a situation where you are not uh, walking in the manifestation of God's normal, mm -hmm. which is abundance in your finances. Uh, so you recognize, first of all, there's something to overcome. Mm -hmm. See, most people, if they're paying their bills and they got food on the table, they don't think there's anything to overcome. Mm -hmm. But when you ask the question of what is normal to God, yeah. and God says in 2 Corinthians 9, I want you to have abundance for every good yeah. work, that's a lot of good work. Yeah. That, means, that means, you know, a, a mere... Uh, you know, average salary is not the abundance God's talking about. Mm -hmm. He's talking about a supernatural, yeah. heavenly thinking abundance. And so, all right, there's a lack there that yeah. needs to be overcome. All right, so that's where we're starting at. Where do we need to end at? We mm -hmm. need to end at that abundance. And I know from 2 Corinthians 2.14, he's always leading me to triumph. So I'm going to have to, if I'm going to have triumph, which he, here's the first thing, he wants me to have. Mm. He wants me to have. And he doesn't want it just to be ethereal, oh, I feel good and I got you know goosebumps. He actually wants the manifestation yeah. Yeah of the knowledge of God in every place. Amen. He doesn't want just want that in the spiritual. He wants it in every place in the physical as well. Yeah. And so I've got to know where I'm at and I've got to know where I'm going and know that that is God's will mm -hmm. because faith begins where the will of God is known and faith is what it's going to take to overcome the lack. Mm -hmm. So now on the process, but I have little to start with. Yeah. That's okay. doesn't matter because... God, and, and I might not even have the, feel like I have the faith. I got to, if I give myself to God, God's faithful. Yeah. 
So I don't have to bring all of God's power to the table mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. I have to bring faith in mm -hmm. him. Yeah. If I, you know, many times Jesse Duplantis will say, you know, God's not asking you to pay for it. He's asking you to believe for yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I need to believe God for these things. So, and I also see that even though I might have little to start with, and even though God wants to take me to a supernatural heavenly abundance, mm -hmm. I don't have that right now, but God is faithful mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be in the situation Mm-hmm. If it wasn't able to overcome, if yeah. I wasn't going to victory, yeah, I wouldn't be. He would not allow me to be tempted beyond what I'm able. So I'm tempted to drop faith because of my little. But God is faithful. Yeah, because I'm here, I'm going to step in, even with my little, what seems little. Yeah, I'm stepping into the situation with confidence. Yeah. And, and he's faithful. And now, what am I going to do in confidence? Even though I have little, and I don't know, you know, let's say we have $100, and I need 500 by the end of the week. Well, there's a statement, if it's not enough to meet your need, it's seed. And uh, now, that's not always an absolute truth, uh, but it's a good line of thought. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a generally correct. And so, you can say, well, I need to save every penny I have. Nah, probably not. You probably need to sow some into the kingdom because Jesus said, Mark 10, if you sow, you'll receive now in this time a hundredfold. You'll receive now in this time and in the time to come with persecution. So you're not going to have people that think your way is right. Mm -hmm. They're going to talk about how they think your way is wrong. Yeah. But I'm going to trust God. See, faith without works is dead. So I can say I have faith, but if I'm not actually utilizing God's way yeah. of sowing uh, into a famine, then I'm not going to see the harvest that's supernatural. All I'm going to have, I'm going to keep having physical harvest and a worldly harvest, not a heavenly harvest. Mm -hmm. So in order to get to a heavenly ha harvest, I've got to do things a heavenly way. And I can't just talk about it. I can't just amen it. I've got to put some action behind yeah. it. And that means, Lord, how much do you want me to sow? I'm sowing into your kingdom. And all of a sudden, yeah. God mixes the supernatural and the physical. And he outputs a physical harvest that came about by supernatural means. And you'll move into abundance. Amen. And so you have to know where you're going, where you've been, where you're going, and know that even though I might not have all, you know, I might just have five loaves and two fish, but there's 15,000, 20,000 people. Jesus didn't have everything in his hands, but he knew the Father. Yeah. And he knew I wouldn't be in this situation if God wasn't going to be faithful yeah. and if there wasn't a way of victory. Yeah. And so because I'm here, there's a way of escape. There's a way of victory. Let's get it. Yeah. And so let me put action behind it. Sit all the people down in the row. Bring me what we have. Yeah. What's in your hand. Bring it here. Lord, bless it. Yeah. Thank you, Father, for it. And we do that with our what we have in our hand, and God will bless it. And you will move to supernatural abundance. Amen. Amen. I went beyond what you had. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> so right now, as you uh, hear from the Lord what to sow today or this weekend or in the future, whatever, whatever the Lord tells you to do with what's right or with your church or whatever it is, believe God and know that he is faithful. Uh, you can give today and sow by just typing in Facebook, hashtag donate and the amount after it. Or you can go to givebc.org and uh, to, to give and sow into the kingdom. But whatever you're giving, give it with faithfulness. Mm -hmm. 
that God will be faithful to what you do. Give it with faithfulness that God is supernaturally big and he wants to bless you and bring you to abundance for every good work. And so, Lord, whoever is giving today and sowing today, Lord, we just agree with them. We put our faith with their faith. Lord, bless it. Multiply it, Lord, in Jesus' name supernaturally, above and beyond. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Father, for blessing it, pressing it down, shaking it together, running it over, even running it over out of their lives, a flow into the lives of people that are all around them, Lord, and into your kingdom. Lord, bless it supernaturally, multiply it in Jesus' name. And we just declare right now, supernatural harvest and increase in the lives of the partners of this ministry. Lord, supernatural harvest and increase in the lives of the partners of this ministry in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for it. Thank you for blessing. I'm excited to hear uh, the testimonies that are coming in. We love you, and we praise God for you. And thank you for being with us. We're going to be back next week. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be We're awesome. Going to be back fresh on Monday with a brand new episode. Make sure that you join us at 1145. Hallelujah. And if you are in Albemarle, Stanley County, and you don't have a church home, you're invited to come to Boomerang Church yes. this Sunday at 10 a.m. And super exciting. If we are starting up Impact University this coming Tuesday, Woo-hoo. we're going to be having our very first class. And enrollment is still open. So if you are looking to grow in the things of God Impact University is a place for you. You can go to impactyou.org and fill out a submission request form. We will be happy, happy. Impactyou.org. Um, and we will Either be happy to give you work. information. They both, they both have information on impactuniv.com or impactyou, impactyou.org. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. This coming Tuesday, Amen. it's going to be great. It is. I'm excited. Amen. Well, we love you all. Thank you for watching us today and being on. We're going to be back fresh on Monday. Brand new episode's going to be great, and we'll see you at 1145. Love you. Bye-bye. See ya.